What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, y'all. We are, we reached our episode 14. Hey. What a do. We are excited. Isn't that exciting, Danny Boy? It is. It's like, damn, we building this archive. Right? We're about to be, uh, episode, shit, we're about to read episode 20. 20. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta have a bottle. You know what? Episode twenty, we're gonna have a shot in here. Can we do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Let's celebrate. Can we do that all? We'll, just, we'll talk about it later. But let's have a shot. We gotta celebrate. But welcome to episode fourteen. We are for the cultures podcast, and I am one of your hosts, Bex Bumble. And this year, the host D Boy. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? Listen, we just want to thank everybody who's been connecting with us, whether via email uh, or on our social media outlets. We appreciate y'all. We love the the feedback, the engagements, everything. You guys are super dope We're followers, and we appreciate y'all. <sighs> okay. How you doing, Danny boy? How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You yeah. know, I'm just, I'm ready to... You look good. I see you in your Aloha today. <laughs> I see you. You know, I try to dress up... Hot date? ...for work. Okay. You know, I be showing up bummy because, I Looking mean... Looking nice. It don't matter how you look as That's long as true. the work get done, right? That's true. But, you know, it's staff meeting and stuff like that. You know, right, you got to yeah. button up. and That's nice. You know, you just got to switch it up. Yeah. Never want to stay the same. I see it. Tell I see me. you. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm your, doing good. Your dreads looking extra dready today. You know, that's what you got to do. You got to let them just go look dready. It, it looks like you need to set an appointment <laughs> one time. I do because, you know, the dreads are breaking in, though. <laughs> I see the new girl. I see the, you got the headband uh, on. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's how you know it's right. like, when you oh, got to okay. cover your roots. But it costs it costs a little much, so I've been on YouTube, you know, trying to learn learn how to touch up on your own. So we'll see if I'm able to. Well, pull what's that up? Off. Tell Melissa, you know, Bruh. Gra- grab that beeswax, grab she, some grease. She's actually really tr- no real talk. She's trying to like learn it, so That's I'm giving up. her like maybe a few days, and she's gonna try to hook me up. If not, I gotta go spend a few hundreds because uh, the spot I went to, Dreadlock Salon in Oakland. Mm-hmm. An amazing, amazing salon, but it was uh, an arm and a leg for some. Hey, well, maybe you know. an arm and a leg for me, but may not be to somebody else. But it was pretty pricey. They charge for an hour, and um, yeah. how's the quality of the, the the quality is super nice. So it's worth it. Oh yes. You know, maybe maybe once every quarter you could treat yourself mm-hmm. to that. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um, bruh. What's happening, Bex? What's going down? Uh, I was excited to vote. That was like my... Oh, bro, it's a sad confession, but that was like my second time ever voting in my life. Hey, it's well, it's not a normal thing in our community, right? Like yeah. We don't really get out there and vote. Yeah, so it was it was a really good thing, you know, for me to go out there and, um, you know, just kind of stand at the polls with a few of the... You know, people in my own kind, some seen some, you know, some Samoans out there just kind of chilling. And, you know, we were ready to kind of go in and, you know, vote. But it was pretty cool. It was um, it was exciting to kind of see what was happening in our community and the the choices and the people who are pretty active in San in uh, Santa Clara County. So it was pretty cool. Did you did you vote? I did vote. I just want to say to you, thank you for getting out there and exercising your right to vote. Oh no, thank you, thank Um, you. I did get out there and vote. Shout out to my sis Lulu, because if it wasn't for Lulu, shout out Lulu, shout out Lulu, I wouldn't have been. You know, I wouldn't have got out there to um, to cast my vote because I forgot to re-register. I forgot to re-register in my county. You know what I mean? I just oh yeah from moving back from L.A. 
and just you know going straight into work and everything i hadn't even even thought about right. all those other things the, right yeah the good thing about it though is i was able to re-register at the polls nice but what was, nice yeah what was wild though was um you know had a full day and then um i had to go sit on the panel oh me and lulu went to go sit on our friend's panel okay uh, lassie she she teaches over at sf state nice shout out to lassie and her uh, race uh, and resistance ethnic studies class oh nice yeah we sat on the panel over there and uh after that, it was like, okay, we got a jet because we gotta right. we gotta go vote before it's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, yep. Um, and so we got we went back to South City, found a spot to go vote at, and then we stood in line. Mm. We was in line for two and a half hours, bro. What time did y'all get there? We got there a little um, a little close to eight. Oh, damn. Yeah, maybe like a quarter. No, maybe seven thirty or a quarter to eight. Wow, and the line was hella long. It was wrapped around the light. The uh, it was like a DMV line. Damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wrapped around the damn library, um, and shit. We thought it was gonna move smoothly, but you know, it was just stop and go, stop and go. Um, Did y'all eat at least before you got there? Nah, we didn't damn. eat. We standing there. We hungry. We tired. My feet hurt. Wow. My back ache. All the shit, but you know, it's like. We gotta, we gotta do, yeah. we gotta do our thing. You know what I mean? We, we, we gotta cast our vote, shit, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who can't vote, whose right. voices need to be uh, heard. And if this is one way w- that we could do it, you know, yeah. we gotta just dug it out. Right. Yeah. Stand there and go through the trenches. What was dope is that we were worried because it was like, shit, you know, if it's if it's past eight, are we still gonna be able to vote? And they was like, no, nah, it's cool as long as you in line before eight. Oh, okay. But we didn't leave that thing till like damn near 10, 10.30, right? But it was cool because, you know, we made it inside, uh, filled out the forms and everything, and then was able to cast our vote. And yeah. during that whole time, we was in line just, you know, looking at the sample ballot, looking at what the different measures are, the different right. propositions. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Alicia had sent me a, uh, a text earlier about, you know, um, just like a fact sheet, you know, right, with yeah. different uh, props, and so that you can make your own decisions. And so, just look, just looking over those things, it was a, uh, it was really dope. And then, same yeah. for us, me and Lulu, we also seen some other uh, folks over there. There was like three Samoan girls. Okay. One was a youngster, so she she couldn't vote, but she was just oh. there with her older, you know, family members. And then I seen another friend of mine who's also a professor at SF State. Oh, wow. Uh, Sarah and her husband were there. And so they were nice. standing in line doing the whole thing, uh, getting ready to do their vote. Yeah. And so it just felt good to see our people out right. there. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, because uh, the work I used to do uh, before, you know, voter, voter engagement was one of our focuses. Right, yeah. Of work. And I used to be resistant to it. Like, shit. Really? Hell yeah! I'm like fuck voting. What that shit don't even matter, bro. You know, like they they don't care about us. Yeah, yeah. You know, just that whole thing. And me and me and Alici and a whole bunch of other uh, folks that we work with, we just have these conversations. But it took all of that for me to understand. Mm. You know, my part in it. Yeah. Um, because I guess for me, I just you know I want to see change. I want to see change, but it's slow change, right? Right. But it was dope. <clears throat> that's what's up that's what's up it was dope <clears throat> bruh <laughs> speaking of this voting shit right <laughs> my bruh for the week 
is that I'm very disheartened because one of the main propositions that I was um, mm. looking at and that was being pushed, you know, by folks was uh, Proposition 10. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so for those who don't know, Prop 10 was California's proposal to strengthen rent control. Um, and so, you know, a lot of folks were pushing the, the pushing the issue, right? Vote yes on Prop, Prop 10. 10. Vote yes on Prop 10. And there was so much money thrown into uh, the opposition, right? Mm. Uh, and so much misinformation, misguided information about what the impacts of Prop 10 would be, mm. right? That I, that could have participated in like compelling folks to not to vote no on prop right yeah uh, prop ten, and just coming from you know like especially the Bay Area, right where it's a fucking arm and a leg and all kind of other ligaments that you gotta pay <laughs> for a fucking shoebox. You know it's just sad that <clears throat> California you mm-hmm. know didn't didn't pass it. Yeah, you know like not enough votes for that. I think. If I heard correctly, um, San Francisco was the only city in California where Prop 10 passed. passed. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it's really just just to sort of give folks, you know, light on this argument about folks who are pro Prop 10, right? It says Prop 10 restores authority to establish rent control in local communities, putting fair annual limits on the amount Landlords can raise rent. This help. This keeps tenants in their homes rather than being pushed far away, or into homelessness. Ten protects tenants. Oh. It's just, it's just sad because there is such a high level of homelessness. Of course, right? Yeah. Not only in the Bay Area, but in the state and mm-hmm. the U.S. Um. And then even just to think about how many families are struggling, how many families have been pushed out of the city, right? Or even the, you know, like the peninsula even. Been pushed out because renters have the free reign to just up the prices, prices, charge people out, you know, outrageous, enormous amounts of rent where folks got to work more than than two jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, fuck. This is the this is the shitty world we live in right now, right? This and it's gonna get worse. And it's gonna get worse, but it'll get better if we all rally yeah. and fucking yeah. you know organize and yeah. and really push the issue. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we need to be radical in the way that we think, in the way that we organize, in the way that we yeah. we change this world that we're living in. Because if yeah. not, it's just gonna get fucking worse, right? Yeah. And worse Absolutely. and worse. Yeah. You know. So I'm just. I'm really disheartened at the fact that Prop 10 didn't pass, so. I know. That's definitely my bruh for the week, man. I know. I mean, shit, it's going to impact all of us, you know what I mean? It's going to impact the culture. Yeah. Right? The culture is going to continue to change, and then gentrification is going to continue to um, increase and Make it harder for the regular schmegular folks mm-hmm. who who built this city, who come from this city, who yep. you know, born or raised and come from generations of this city. Like yeah. the whole culture of this <clears throat> thing is finna change. Like it's and we change. see it before our eyes. Yeah, you're right. We see it before our eyes. I mean, yesterday I was in 
uh, Chinatown, I had a meeting and I seen like some Palangi dude skating down uh, the hill in his flip flops, holding his fucking uh, chai latte or some mm. kind of fucking drink, and, and just just seemed like he was out of place, right? Right. And it's just like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, this shit is fucking really going on. You know what I mean? Like, these motherfuckers is moving in and kicking everybody out, bro. So, meanwhile, our people, our quality of life is going down. People are getting depressed. Times are getting right, rough. Right. I mean, shit. Look at the quality of the air. I. Fuck. <laughs> That's another bro, man. Like, we can't breathe out here, man. <laughs> Where's this fucking, like, oh, every, they need to issue shit. everybody a mask up in this bitch. I know. Sorry, I keep clicking my pen, Tom. My bad. I keep clicking this pen. Fire. But that fire, man, you know, it's... That's it's, crazy. I, yeah, I just can't, but I, I don't know. I don't in know. SoCal, right? Uh, is that is that where Paradise is? I, I have never heard of that city. It's like somewhere Paradise or Chico. Yeah, it's kind of like SoCal-ish, yeah. Yeah, and, and the fires just spread over here. Spread and I'm. Yeah, it's it's. I heard crazy. that Cal- uh, let's see, San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose mm-hmm. are in the red, <clears throat> right? Like the air quality is in the red. We're more so north, right? Uh, let's see, like Vallejo. Yeah. Vallejo's in the yellow. Damn. Right. It's like shit, bro. Can't if, if we's gonna kick it outside, we gotta go. We gotta go inside. <laughs> like this air quality is all bad. So, bruh, you know ain't nobody gonna shut the garage. You know, ain't gonna be. They, they used to it. They uh-huh. used to barbecuing right there. The garage, the smoke going in the garage, <laughs> smoking. That's not new. Then we like just another day. All the homies still come over. There's nothing. That's funny. I know. I know. Shit. <sighs> okay. Well, my ICU. This week, yeah. Who's your ICU this week? Goes Thanks. to an uh, an amazing young girl. Um, her name is Mele Fifita Priscilla Jane Alovili. All that, uh, all that, all those names, all that. And I, that's and I one think person. I said it right. That's one person, right? Yeah, that's one person. Say it one more again, bro. You just trying to make me draw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, second time I can really never get that shit right. First time was a damn accident. Okay, ready? Mele Fifita Priscilla Jane Alovili. Nice. She's 21 years old and she is Tongan Nguyen, Nguyen, Nguyen. Yeah, Nguyen descent. She's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. And she's the one who founded the Alovili Home. Um, They are a nonprofit organization that raises awareness on mental health, suicide prevention, sexual abuse, and drug abuse. She started this first as an outlet to let go of her own demons and to fight with all the topics that she covers. Then she realized the power it gave our people and decided to pursue a dream to help our people who struggle just like her. Mm. Um, She will be running workshops in the near future and hope to travel the islands to carry on the work to families back home. The the motto for Alovili Home is where love has no barriers and traditions embrace innovation. uh, They believe that if we lovingly guide our people to proper help. We will be able to rid the stigma around all we fight for. And if we as a people embrace change, then the tradition all around the taboo topics will be removed. 
So, yes, I kind of tried to say that all in like two breaths. <laughs> but yeah, I think, let me see if I remember correctly, they are in Australia? Yeah, I think they're based out of Australia. Yeah, they are based off Brisbane, as they say. Brisbane. <laughs> say it one more time. Brisbane. <laughs> when I seen that Brisbane. shit, I was like, oh, Brisbane? <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane? We got a Brisbane over here in the city. There's Brisbane, oh my California. Gosh. Yeah, so. So my ICU goes to Mele. Um, I think she goes by that for short. Um, we've been having some um, back and forth conversation, mm -hmm. you know, through our DMs on Instagram, and I've been I hit her up just really saying, "Wow, I really love the work you guys are doing out there." Word. I appreciate her putting herself out there. She is very open about you know her struggles mm -hmm. and uh, very open about her experience with mental health and um, even with sexual abuse. And um, she is definitely paving the way out there for our people. And it's been great to kind of see her, you know, kind of gather people along her journey of yeah. just kind of establishing this type of organization. Mm -hmm. So she and she's only 21 years old. OK, I know. And she started this organization and I'm sure she started younger than that, maybe in her maybe 20 years old. But I don't know. But she's 21 years old now. She's leading an organization, co-founder. And she is doing a great thing, you know, and I'm sure she has a lot more things that she's learning as she's going in this journey. But you know her because you follow her as well. Yeah, I follow her work. Her, I've seen some of their, their content that they put out. Yeah. And I really appreciate the conversations that they have. And they have it in such an intimate setting where it's really yes. just, you know, it's really raw and really um, just on the fly, right? Like, right, yo, yeah. let's, let's open up our laptop. We're going to sit around and, like, let's have this conversation. That's basically what it was. Just in a random vacant room. Right, at the house. I'm like, let's chop it up, right? Yeah. Like basically chopping it up about some real shit. And yeah. I, I can really appreciate that, right? Yeah, I appreciate It's dope. And I think there was another um, clip of her and her father mm -hmm. just having really deep discussions. And I'm just like, wow, that's a... I want to be you and you're only 21. It's like you had a conversation like that with your dad. Right. That's deep. So That's knowledge being I know. Uh, archived and documented, yeah. right? So, yeah, my ICU goes out to you, Mele. The Alubili home will put um I'll post that on our page so you guys can kind of read more about them and her and so you guys can follow her. So, yeah, yeah. ICU Mele. Shout out to them. Yes. Well, my ICU for the week uh, goes out to a good friend of mine, uh, friend turned into family. Uh, my ICU goes out to Paula, mm. Paula Tulua, really good friend of mine. I'll call her that, but it's Alisi. Oh, Alisi. <laughs> Alisi, but yeah, I just really wanted to recognize oh. Paula and all her work that she does around civic engagement and around voter uh, engagement. Um, she recently ran a bunch of successful um, uh, phone banking uh, mm -hmm. sessions right. with a, a bunch of different folks oh, wow. uh, who came to help out in the community, right? Wow, yeah. Um, this, the last one, I believe, the night before uh, mm -hmm. the day, I think it was Monday. Uh-huh. Monday, she had her last uh, phone banking. Right, yeah. And... So many people came out. I think about like 38 people came out to support and make the phone calls, call folks to, you know, remind them to go out and get the, go out and vote. <clears throat> and um, they completed their list fast enough to right. to where they, you know, hit up the other people and was like, oh, we're done. 
do you have any more lists? So then they sent them another list, and then they knocked that one out. Right. So they was really just, you know, getting the word out there for folks to ex- exercise their right to vote. Right. Right, because right now, the times, right, yeah. it's really important that we get out there. Very. Um, and Polo has just been a big um, part of my life with this particular um, this particular uh, topic, right, mm-hmm. around voting. Right. Um, and I've really just, you know, in working with her and being exposed to a lot of the work and learning a lot of new things. Right, and yeah. Going through a lot of different trainings about why we vote and the importance of voting and the importance of getting our community, right, the Pacific wow. Islander community to get out there and vote, the ones who can. Right. Right? Like, it, when we're able to connect that importance back to our people and those who can't vote the, because of limitations designed by the U.S., right? Right, yeah. Like, if we look at American Samoa, um, Folks from American Samoa are considered U.S. nationals. They're the only American, U.S. American territory that um, are not recognized as U.S. citizens. Mm. Port, uh, Puerto Rico and um, I forget, oh, Guam, you know, mm. like they're all considered citizens, whereas just Samoa, you know, yeah. like limit them and keep them U.S. nationals. Um, and then even the other folks, you know, like folks from Tonga, folks from Fiji, like a lot of us from the Pacific have different relationships with these bigger countries. Right, yeah. Right. And so just thinking about those who can't vote, just thinking about a lot of the even folks outside of our community. Mm. Right. Thinking about what's happening with all these families being separated. I know. You know, these yeah, kids yeah. being detained, um, stripped away from their families and yeah. shit like that. You know, it's just it's it's really devastating, you know, and so we we got to get out there and we got to exercise our right to vote. We got to fucking um, learn more about how the, you know, the, that the government system and all that shit works. We got to learn that shit so that we are making educated decisions <clears throat> on what right. and who we're voting for and putting yeah. into th- these offices Yeah. to have the, pe- the people in mind, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people... I mean, I don't know. Politics is tricky. You know what I mean? I know. Politics is tricky because Very. they're going to put themselves out there and they're going to, you know, have these campaigns and shit and say they're going to do this, say they're going to do that. And then when they get into office, they don't do shit. Yep. They do the opposite. Or they think about, you know, the it's relationships true. they have with right. bigger, yeah. you know, bigger conglomerates where yeah. they got to fucking think about that because th- those are the people who are putting money into their pocket. Yeah, their yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so all that to say... Bring it back. <laughs> All that to <laughs> say, it bring it back to my ICU this week. My ICU goes out to Paula for mm-hmm. all of the work that she has done to educate the Pacific Islander community on oh, yeah. our, the importance of those. For those of us who are born and raised here who have the right to cast our vote, to vote. So thank you for, just thank you for all the work you do. Yes. My law in our way, my law <laughs> alpha. Yes. <clears throat> Whew. Man, there's just been so much going on, Bex. I know. Feel Even me? with the shooting. Oh, bruh. That 
how to mention through that in our bread though. Shit, that's another bread. I mean, there's just so much shit, right? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's so much shit going on. That shooting, bro, is just like fire. Now there's all the now the now the conversation about gun control is back and all this shit, and it's like when are motherfuckers gonna just do something about it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and not not saying us. Not saying us on the ground, but like right. one of the people who fucking have the power, you know, the powers to at be, right. or that be, <clears throat> when are they going to do something, right? When are we going to recognize that it's always these fucking Falangi people right, who yeah. are fucking going out there and shooting up folks, right? I know. When I say it's all these Falangi people going out there, it's all these white people who are going out there and shooting folks up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's, it's intense. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, watching some of the videos, I think it was a, it was a mom. I just seen a recent video on um, Eddie Griffin's Instagram, and the mom was just saying like, "I don't need y'all prayers, I don't need y'all think, you know, like concerns. I need, I need us to push the 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 whole um, conversation of no gun control, or you know, like or gun control." And she was just like fed up, like, "I don't want y'all prayers. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. We need gun control here." Mm-hmm. This is like enough. She was just angry, and she was like, I, "I, my son was a part of this. He was there, and I'm just so fed up with people sending their prayers and sending their That's like real. their thoughts. I don't need that. I need gun control. And right. I'm just like, we need action. We need action. All these prayers and thoughts, they're good. Trust me, they're good. But that's not what people want to hear nowadays. You mm-hmm. know. They need to see something. Prayer, prayer just seems, you know, like, like you ain't even really gonna pray. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Don't just say this shit and it's not do it. It's a natural thing to mean? say when when something happens, something bad happens. I'm or why you even you. gotta express that shit? You know what I mean? Like if 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 I'm in your prayer, then just fucking pray for me. I know. Don't tell me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come join me and let's fucking do this work to. Have gun control take place, right? Right, yeah. Man. So that was pretty sad to see. I mean, but that's just one on top of so many, right? Yeah, there are. But while we over here having these real-ass conversations and shit about voting and about a lot of the turmoil that we are currently living in, right? Something we want to chop it up about that is still a, very much a part of the culture um, is we want to have this conversation or we want to chop it up about... Our cousin, <laughs> our, new, our new cousin who uh, who's on, who's got his fifteen minutes of fame, right? On the television, uh, we solid, <laughs> solid asuelo. <laughs> uh, yeah, we want to chop it up about this ninety day fiance, right? Right. And and the couple asuelo and uh, Kalani. Kalani, man, have you checked that out, Bex? Have you of seen? Of course. That? I mean, it's you know I didn't even get a chance to really see the. I haven't seen any full episodes, right? I've only seen clips of it. So many people posting up the clips, so many people talking shit like, "Whose cousin is this? <laughs> Somebody come get the come get their cousin, come get their family member," and it's like, bruh, everybody tearing his ass up, right? And at the end of the day, after watching like that that little clip, uh huh. 
if I was to choose who I who I would rather be related to, it would be Oswelu. Yeah. Off top. <laughs> <laughs> After kind of seeing the family and how they are, I was like, I'd rather be Oswelu. I rather I want to be related to him. Right. I mean, just let's chop it up about that whole dynamic, right? Yeah, yeah. And let's. Uh, I'll give um, a little bit of context so we can set yeah. the stage, right? We can set the stage. So on ninety day fiance, which is um, which airs on Sundays at eight p.m. On TLC, um, this couple is going through this uh, through this television show where it's like they're engaged and they're gonna see if the if it actually makes it to where you know right. like they make it or break it. Yeah. And so this couple Kalani <laughs> and Asuelu, their story is dynamic in the fact that when Kalani who is Afakasi, by the way. I think she's Samoan and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was vacationing in Samoa, and her her um, her tour her tour instructor or activities instructor was uh, Asuelu. And and Kalani, I believe, is like twenty nine or thirty. Like she just yeah, turned thirty t- yeah, on the she show. Just turned 30. And Asuelu is like twenty three. Twenty three. So when they were in Samoa, you know, they they got connected. She said he was stalking her, but uh, I'm... He's a charmer. He's a charmer. Yeah, I don't know how I believe that. You know, maybe she's making it seem more like he was trying to get at her and she wasn't trying to hear it, but she knows she liked it. (laughs) Nah, but I don't mean it like that in a bad way. That sounded like, that sounded uh, negative where, you know, it's like... (laughs) Oh, she asked for it. Nah, no, not, not like, like that. that. Not like that. I'm just saying, she she was flattered, you know? Right. She was flattered that this... She initiated it. Mm-hmm. That this island boy, right. you know, was on, was on her was on her bra strap, basically. <laughs> so anyways, the way that they tell the story on this show is that they make it a point to say... Kalani makes it a point to say that she lost her virginity uh, in Samoa and then got pregnant by Asuelu. And then came back uh, to the States, and then she had the baby. Right, yeah. And I guess, you know, they had been working through their relationship in between time. Right. So where the story picks up is that um, Kalani's turning 30. She's going to pick up Asuelu from the airport. And it's this whole dynamic with the family has never met him. And so they're going to have to sit down and, you know, have a... The, the talk. Yeah, they're gonna have to have a talk. They're gonna have to talamoa, right? And mm-hmm. um, that's where all the drama comes. So that's where the that's where folks are at now. But just even with these, I guess past few episodes, right? A lot of clips have been have circul- circulated on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, just all over social media. Everybody clowning Aswelu and his broken English. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody talking shit, of course, as they would, but like, for real, for real, he's, he's, he's a dope ass dude. You know what I mean? Like I, I follow him on Facebook, his fucking lies be having me cracking up and it's just so good. <laughs> like he just be talking to the screen, right, right? talking to everybody and like, it's so good to hear some, you know, him, him just speak someone, right? Right, yeah. Um, in one of his conversations, he says. And I'm feel um I'm feel so amazing, fantastic, and happiness. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm feel 
fantastic. <laughs> and I feel amazing. Amazing. I feel so happiness. happiness. <laughs> it's like, dang, you you know, you just can't help but smile. Cause dang, you, Rico Suave with the <laughs> with the smooth talk. <laughs> You got so many. You got family members like that, right? Like right. that's your brother, that's yeah. your cousin, that's as your well uncle. work plays on point, <laughs> right? Like you just, you just know this fool, right? Yeah. But I don't know. There's just some things that don't ain't sitting right with me, you know. For um, with on this, which part? With this whole story. I mean, shit. Oh, yeah. For on the technical side, right? Like something that really pissed me off was that when. Um, they was at the airport, right? They was at the airport, yeah, yeah. and Aswelu was coming in to see Kalani, and she found him, and, you know, he sang the happy birthday song to her in Samoan. I know. He uh, laid her. So cute. And then he uh, took his shirt off and saluted his ear. Yeah. And started, you know, fuck off bucking and stuff. That was so cute. But what irritated me was that I don't know if this was on the edit- editing side with TLC, but they're going to play a fucking... It's not. It's a song that's not even Samoan. I think it's like a Hawaiian chant. Oh, wow. And, it's, <laughs> and it sounds like some Ooga Booga shit, right? Like, <laughs> it, don't even, it don't even go with what he's doing for her. Right, right. Right? And so that just kind of irritated me. It's like, oh, here we go. Right. You know, motherfuckers don't even know what to put in that, you know, in that instance. It's like, oh, let's just grab something that's Islander and we'll put it in there. We'll make him... Yeah. You know, we'll make it seem savagely... <laughs> Yeah. Um, that might be me breaking it down a little bit too much. You know, I got that critical eye of looking at media, but I mean No. That's when you when you remove the layers and shit, like that's what it is, right? Right, yeah, that's true. That's what it is. Um but what was hella funny was that when he was doing his Siva and then he got down on the ground, he kept saying, Oh, Wosella Wosella <laughs> right? Which which means you know, he's running out of breath, mm-hmm. right? He's losing his breath. He's doing all that dancing and stuff. So it was just really funny and really cute to see. But what was irritating, too, was that your girl Kalani didn't even look appreciative. She looked so ma. Yeah. She looked hella embarrassed. Yeah. And ashamed. It was like, girl, you better be fucking, <clears throat> uh, you better smile for your man. You better be proud of your man. Shit, right? you over here... You, know, you better cheer your man you on. You better cheer your man on. You better be happy you got that shit. Right. The fuck? Did you, ungrateful did, ass. <laughs> oh, ungrateful ass. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, did you watch the... I, it might be in the same clip, but there was a, a random lady say, yeah. that kind of said, girl, if you don't want that, I'll, if you don't want him, I'll take him home. And yeah. I was like... Yeah, she was like, if, if it don't work out with her, hit me up. She, and, he look, and he looked, you know... I know. He looked with his little zaddy eyes. Like, he looked embarrassed. <laughs> But that shit was funny, bro. I was just dying. I was like, there's so much that just happened in this little ass clip that, man, I don't even know how I feel right now. I don't know how I feel about the daddy. Who's daddy? Her daddy. Oh, Kalani's daddy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Kalani's daddy. Let's talk about it. Yeah, he was a little intense. Um, Mm -hmm. I think just kind of hearing just a few clips that that, um, they really highlighted of him. It was like this little old ignorant ass Samoan dude mm-hmm. is really gonna say, "I didn't, I don't want you to," and or yeah, he said something along the lines of, "I don't want you to date, you know, our people or something like that." Did he say our people? Straight or people? up, he, he said his people. Oh, his people. He said, "You know how I feel about that. You know, I don't want, I don't want you dating dating my kind of people. Yeah, dating my kind of people." 
That was donkeyless. It's like, you know, damn, he, bro, you hate yourself that much. Hate yourself that much. Really just looking at him, not even knowing him, just saying he's going to bring trouble. He's not good for you. I know my people. I know what they're capable of. They are going to just use you. It's like, bruh. Right. <laughs> what, did you use your wife? Was that why you know you exactly. know this so well? You needed your wife to get over here? Was that, was that the thing? <laughs> like, it's so, what is it? It's so interesting because it's like, there's always that conversation about like, why are all these poly? I'll speak for the poly men because yeah. those are the ones. But like, why are all these poly men, especially that come out of like Utah, right, married to white women, mm. or not even just Utah, but like that's a good observation. Even even the ones who make it, right? Even the ones who like you know make it to the NFL, or even looking at the Rock, right, like. A lot of folks that make it, quote unquote, don't have an Islander wife. Mm-mm. For the most part, right? I'm not saying every single person out there, but mm-hmm. more times than than not, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, of course. All oh, this, or oh, you're a fo- you're a PI football player. Okay, I know you have a Balangi wife. It's ridiculous. I'm telling it's you. It's just like I mean, I don't know. You know, I I just it's an observation. It's a pattern. Right. I don't know what that means. It can mean a lot of things. Right. right. But like to what you're saying is that did the dad do that shit himself? You know what I mean? Was that part of the scheme? Yeah. You know, or did did he just hate himself that much that it was like, oh, like uh, oh boy, that played that played football. He made that comment one time. I think his name Danny Sheldon. Bruh. He was like, oh, I don't date someone. Women. I, I don't date someone. Women. No, poly women. Or poly, poly women. women. Yeah, and then he spoke negatively. He spoke down about them. And then, you know, everybody got on his helmet. Mm-mm. And and then he, he issues out an apology saying, oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. You know, it's just, oh, we, you know, might be related or something. Nah, fool. Get out of here with that bullshit. You know, know exactly what you said. You know exactly what you meant. It's like, damn, do we do we really hate ourselves that much that we don't want to see ourselves? <clears throat> we don't want to see ourselves, you know, with folks from our community. Like, right, yeah. And the reason why I'm saying this, like, I know folks are going to have something to say about, oh, well, you know, it, it's about who you love. You don't have to be with someone right, right. just because they're poly. And that's true. You don't, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be with someone who's poly. Yeah. You know, you could be with somebody who's palangi and, and they're down as fuck, right? Like, yeah. I got good friends. Yeah. Who are married to Palangis and I love them and right, I and I right. don't have an issue with them, but we're able to like we're able to joke and we're able right, to banter, right. right? But they they understand yeah, you know, what it means, yeah. right, for their spouse to be Samoan yeah. and like their role in that. Yeah. Or their place in that. Whereas there are those who are like, Oh yeah, I don't wanna I would never date my kind. Right. Right. And and more so uh, go after right, yeah, yeah, Balani's. Yeah, because I was reading on one of Kalani's um, messages, you know, in the comments, and somebody um, commented saying, like, you know, your dad is racist. You know, he's, you know, he shouldn't be like that. He shouldn't reject his own kind of people. And Kalani came back and said, my dad, he's just being overprotective. He's not racist. He just does, you know, wants to make sure we get with the best. I was like, okay, that clearly your dad, if he was not racist. He would have just said, he's not good enough for you. Right. He would have never said, you know, like, why did you get with my own people? I know what they're up to. I know right. that this and that. Like, 
that just threw in a whole different level of like racist. He was like specific and like that's internalized racism, I, right? Bruh. He internalized the hate for his people, and that means internalized the hate for himself. I, I mean, know. I know, you know, like he don't want. He he said in the clip, "Oh, I don't want nobody coming in here and messing things up." I know. What what's gonna get messed up? The the whiteness. <laughs> The whiteness in your family, right? right? The, the wiping out of your own Samoan Maybe blood. Maybe he's scared that Aswelu will come and tell the truth of what Samoan people really, you know, how they are. And he maybe the he maybe the father doesn't want Aswelu to expose like the culture and roots and maybe how true Samoan culture looks like. And the good, and I'm talking about the good side of it because right. maybe he lacks the good side. Right. But that I was, mean, and we don't know, you know, the, right. the whole situation, but that's just what we're deducing from these pieces that we're given, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I say shit about my people too, right? Like, right. Uh, you know, there's money problems. Ah, oh, there's fucking someone's. Or they're late. Damn, those fucking someone's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there ain't no more food left. <laughs> Damn, <Fucking> someone's. <laughs> So, if somebody's crying in the church, damn, those fucking Samoans. Damn, they've been in church for five hours? Damn, Damn those, those fucking Samoans. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That's, see, that's okay, though. But, you know, I mean, just just looking at that and just thinking about this thing, just thinking about internalized oppression, right? Internalized hate Yeah. for our own kind. Like, it's sad that that happens more, more often than not, right? Because so many people have had bad experiences, right? Like, yeah. And I think this is also the same for like why people leave. I mean, why people leave Samoan churches, mm. right? Like, there have been so many people that have left Samoan churches because of a lot of uh, kulukuness, right? A lot of crookedness going on, folks. Like, with um, money missing, or. You know, there's some drama going on with with uh, folks in the congregation. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just a lot of this drama. And it's like, how how are we leaving these places? Right. But it's, it's negative experiences. And it's just wild how those negative experiences take take over, you know, your whole <clears throat> perspective yeah. of our people. Yeah. Right. Because with anything, there's the good and the bad. Right. With yeah. everything. And it's just, it's very shocking, right? It's very shocking, but but then it's not. Yeah. I think the maybe the sh- the biggest shock factor is the fact that it's on TV. Right. Right? And everybody, you know, like everybody's having, like, it's highlighting how much of a fob, right, that, uh, yeah. that Asuelu is. Right. And... You know, just the relationship or the dynamic between him and Kalani, but nobody's highlighting this fact with what the dad said <clears throat> and the yeah. and the the problem the right. problem with him saying that shit, right? Like, like let's unpack it, you know? Like right. let's unpack that shit, bro. What does that shit really mean? What are you really saying? That's how you feel about the Samoan people. You know what I mean? You're fucking Samoan, dude. <laughs> And dead I, ass someone. Dead ass someone. Like you look someone as fuck, bro. <laughs> With your fucking oh, uh, beard braided and shit yeah. and your ulpo ass. Like, <laughs> and I understand Kalani, 
you know, I understand Kalani coming to her dad's rescue off top, right? Right. Off top. But, like, you got to call it for what it is, right? Right, yeah. Shit, I mean, I got relatives, you know what I mean, yeah. that they may not want to believe it mm-hmm. or they may not want to call it, but they're fucking racist, right? Well, what the... I guess the question is, like, how soon did they rush into this whole moving in together? What Did Kalani... Just, you know, found what she found out she was pregnant, started talking to him off and on and just felt like she needed the father there. So they they moved. They worked on his um, legal papers and shipped him over here. I mean, oh, that was part of um, that was part of what she said in the beginning of the thing, too, was that. Um, yeah, basically, she was on vacation. Samoa hooked up with Oswellu, lost her virginity, got pregnant um, and has then had the baby. And from what I understand, the sister helped her take care of the baby, you know, like for the first five months. Oh, okay. But the baby seemed, the baby ain't even a year yet. Mm. But now um, what they're working is, they're working on, um, up to this point, Aswelu coming to America and working on the visa. Mm. Because, yeah, for one, you know, she she needs she needs him there, right? Right, and yeah. And I believe Aswalu wants to be a part of, you know, yeah, his, you know, wants to be there for his son, son yeah. wants to be there for Kalani, yeah. Um, and so they're working on the visa papers, yeah. But then the mom was like, you know, concerned because when dealing, you know, like when dealing with someone or dating someone from Samoa, you gotta be concerned with their intentions, right? Is their yep. intentions <clears throat> to come and build a family here in America or is it just to get to America? Right. And, and that's, those are good intentions, you know, like good, that's a good question to ask. Those are good questions, right? Because it's real, right? Yeah. Like people out there really do do that shit, right. right? Like that's always something I've always heard, you know, and I'm pretty sure other people have heard it too where it's like, oh, you know, us that go out there, be careful because, you know, there's going to be uh, guys or girls who want to like try to get with you. and. Right. And then try to get that visa. Right. Shit, I've seen people who got with, you know, maybe not even Samoan, right? Like, there's just people who love Samoan culture, Samoan people from other cultures, and then they go out there, and then they come back, and they have a wife, right? Or they have a they have a husband, and it's like, you know, it's it, it's like, I don't, I don't know if you know you got played or if you just, you do know and you allow and yourself you allow to get it. played yep. so that you can have, you can have that. Right. That partner, right? Yeah. You can have that union. You, yeah. You can say you're married. Yeah. Just for the sake of saying that shit, right? To seem like a normal person. Yeah. It, it, there's so many layers to this shit, but it's, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, like that, you know. A suelo. That intention of like. She also, um, Kalani also mentioned something during, you know, I think it was during her, the time where she was just having her side conversation. But she she said that, you know, it was it was sweet what he did, you know, just do his, you know, his dance. But, you know, he she felt uh, she was embarrassed because she doesn't like when attention is all on her. And mm-hmm. she was like, that's just one thing I'm going to teach him. I'm going to teach him how to live out here and how to, mm. like, you know, carry himself out here because it's a different world. And I'm just like, oh, that's a good thing to kind of unpack. Him, she's going to teach him how to assimilate. Yes, right? exactly. Shit. <laughs> I mean, and that, 
I mean, to argue that that's what probably the dad has done, right? He's in, mm. he's really, really internalized that assimilation so much that he, mm. he just, you know, he hates himself like that. He hates his, his kind, his culture. I mean, I wonder if it's even practiced, you know, with, with their family. Because the mom, surprisingly, I'm not sure if the mom is Afghasi. She does, well, you can't go off of looks, right? right. But, I mean. No, she she's, ain't Afghasi, for sure. <laughs> I mean, she's. She like see-through white. <laughs> she's married to a Samoan, so, you know, I would hope that she would say it right. Which she does. She's, she did, you know, she was like, oh, you know, da 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 Samoan. I was like, okay, she, she's pronouncing it right. I know. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he keeps, he's keeping the culture alive. Because, I mean, I'm sure that. She would not have wanted to go to Samoa on vacation if it wasn't something. Well, that's the thing. That's that's very interesting for me too. Is like the fact that she was in Samoa mm-hmm. and that it was a vacation. I mean, I can understand, right? Like, it's probably a, to cover their Mormon religion. You know, maybe it wasn't vacation. I don't know. I mean, just but I mean, just to be on vacation there and. And, uh, you know, have a tour guide or whatnot. Like, that just seems off to me because I would imagine, yeah, if you go to Samoa, even if it's for vacation, you would be with, like, family. Or, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And right. maybe even if you do stay at a hotel, you still would, like, be able to connect with family or connect with with folks. I don't know. It just seems like, damn, that's hella that's privilege. True. That's true. That seems like hella privilege for her to be there in Samoa. Right. Vacationing, yeah, having a tour guide and for, all this for like shit. a month. She said a month. Yeah, I think she oh, was out there for like a month. Must have been nice. I know, right? I mean, maybe she was doing some missionary work. I don't know. Right? We don't know. <laughs> Whatever the case, maybe she was out there doing her thug thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Quote unquote. It'd be really interesting to just see how this how this uh, story unfolds, right? Because yeah, I mean. Because the sister don't, she has a sister, Colini. She doesn't like him either. Right. Yeah, I seen that clip. She was very, you know, protective. And I think even in her clip, in her interview, she said that she didn't trust him and that she didn't like the fact that she's played father for the, you know, these past five months. And then all of this, all of a sudden, Aswelu comes in and just takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I f- I feel it. Right. You know, I feel where that's coming from. Yeah. See, we feel the mom. The mom used the protective card. I, Kalini used the protective card, but the dad used the race card. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. You would think that it would be the daughter or even the mom using the race card. Mm-hmm. But it was sad to hear it from the dad. I was actually watching a clip. Um, somebody um covered that story of um Kalani and Aswelu. Mm-hmm. And um. I forgot. She was she was a she was a Uli girl. She just did a random, you know, a, what what do you call those? Just a random. Uh, she's just pretty much kind of give the giving them feedback on what she thinks. Oh yeah, like those recap yeah, videos. Recaps. Folks she, talk about the shows and yeah, shit. And, and she was like, the first thing she recognized was the racist dad. Like mm. you know, she's like, she showed a little clip about you know uh, showing some. Um, some black guy, you know, just um, joining the KKK and how he says he's like, um, he's a white man now. And I'll, it was like an actual clip that she showed. And she was like, this is the dad of Kalani. <laughs> and I was like, dang. <laughs> and she was it's like, that internalized yeah. hate. 
She's like, how can you deny your people? You know, like, that's who you are. He thinks so low of his people. I mean, that's that's and the whole thing, right? Like, That's Sa- what we want to know. We Samoans know. are beneath him, right? Right. Which, you know, it's sad because so many, you know, so many people have believed for so long in our in our communities, not just Samoan, but even, you know, in other Pacific Island communities is is that white was right, right? The more lighter you are, the more fair skin you are, the more the more suitable you are to right. be, you know, a wife yeah. or um the more sought out you are, yeah. you know, to be uh courted. <clears throat> and um it's just it's sad, you know, like It is. It's sad because when you when we think about our own familial history, right? Yeah. And and what those histories were, it, yeah. it kind of it kind of um, is similar to like this situation, right? Yes. I mean, I'll speak for myself and my family, you know, my mom's side, like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of European blood right. in there mixed in. And it was because of this idea of like moving ahead, getting ahead, right? Um, you, we weren't, you weren't to speak Samoan in the house, mm. right? Um, you had to... You just really had to assimilate and and be in the way of the culture here, right? Like, you know, the saying goes, do as the Romans do. Mm. Is that how it goes? I don't know those fucking sayings, but you know (laughs) what I mean, right? It's just like, it's like, do as they do here. And, you know, that's where a lot of this, this loss of culture happens for so many of us, right? Like we lose the knowledge of our, of our history. And the respect. (laughs) <laughs> and the respect, right? Our cultural practices and things like that. We learn the language. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest void, I think, in my ho- in my heart or in my soul is that the loss of our language right. was be- it was not my decision, mm-hmm. but, but was the decision of, you know, my ancestors before me, right? And granted, you know, that was, that's what, that's what happened. I still love my ancestors. I still love my family. There's a way to reclaim those things, but yeah. it's just like fuck to contextualize all those things. Right, right. It makes sense, right? It makes right. sense why my family believed that. It makes sense why Kalani's dad feels the way he does towards Samoan people, right? Because of his experiences. Right. But, but it don't make it right. Right. It don't make it right. Yeah. <sighs> it's a lot. But one person that should be that we should ICU next week is Aswalu. Because <laughs> he, he kept high, he was high spirits throughout the whole show. You know, right, I right. mean, I didn't watch the whole show, but you know, in that clip, he was just happy. He was, um, I mean, the first thing he did when he got off the plane was follow her mm-hmm. and saying to her happy birthday. Like, you know, she he came with his warm embrace, hoping in exchange to get that warmth back, but she, and she looked at him she got sideways. The yeah. like, hey, like, what are you gonna do? Like, and he's like, "Hold on, I'm gonna do extra, <laughs> extra." Yeah, and he's thinking that he's doing something nice for for her. I know. But then she's like, "Oh, I don't like that." And then she she doesn't like it, and it just causes all this. You're not able to see the gesture for what it I is know. versus your own your own feelings. You Be- know, because even in the conversation that they had, you know, when they give like their little side comments, mm-hmm. you know, just in front of the camera, 
he was saying that I wanted her to be so proud of me. I just wanted her to be happy, you know, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, he did that as an honorable thing to his fiance. You ungrateful. You ungrateful ass. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's looking at him like, you know, shrinking in her. I know. Looking down like, oh, my gosh, when is this going to stop? And he's like super into it, just giving it his all. And she's Kaya for that. Yeah, she's Kaya. And damn, freaking! Why didn't she go pick up that other girl's number as like a, <laughs> as, a as a prospect? That could have been Plan B. Huh, you could have had you could have had flying benefits and shit. Jeez, <laughs> bruh. Just kidding. Nah, but it's all good. I mean, you know, I'm hoping for the best. You know, with this, with this. Um, Series and you know hopefully yeah. the best for Asuelu and Kalani and their kids named Oliver. I... Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I don't mean to laugh at y'all kid, his name, but damn, that's the first Samoan I've heard his name Oliver. That's cool though. You know, we. How do you say that in Samoan? I don't know. <laughs> Olive. <laughs> Olive Er. <laughs> <laughs> So leave it. Nah, I have an auntie named Olivia. Me too. <laughs> well, not really. It's not my aunt, but yeah, I know someone named Olivia. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, man. But that situation's crazy. That's crazy, y'all. I mean, you know, just it's it's at the end of the day for me, it's about representation and that's true. And I hope that's true. Yeah, I hope that you know we just do better. You know. Yeah. We just do better. We we when we're out there, we got. Our little 15 minutes of fame, you know what I mean? Let's do some real shit. Let's talk yeah. about some real shit out there. Yeah, yeah. Real talk. You know, there was a part of me when I was watching um, The Dad, like there was a part of me that identified with him at one point in my life. Mm. And I was like, damn. You know, it's crazy when you see your see how you used to be on somebody else. You 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 kind of get to feel like, damn, that's how ugly I was mm-hmm. when I was ignorant to the culture and the people. And I used to, like, I used to talk down on the culture all the time. Mm. I used to talk down, like, I ain't trying to know this, I ain't trying to do this. Like, I don't appreciate how, like, you know, like, and this this is me really speaking directly in the church and how certain things had to be done and just, like, I ain't doing that. If that's, like, Samoa, I, you know, I'm cool off of that. You know, that's right. that was my mindset. Nobody really sat with me and taught me, like, Dude, you have to see it this way. This is the reason why we do it. It was, you know, nobody taught me that. Mm-hmm. Everyone just said, just do it anyways. I don't care. Stop complaining and do it. And I did it and while resenting the culture. Right. And it just, it was frustrating as I was going, but I started feeling really spiteful towards the culture. Did not like it at all. Did not like the people. And it took me to what, like my latter years for me to understand like, damn, there's the, this is the power we have as Samoans. See, that's the beautiful thing there, right? That's the beautiful thing is that you're able to recognize that you once felt that way. Yeah. But there was a change, right? Yeah. And the change was people actually taking the time to explain, explain. and teach you about, like, the meaning behind it, right? Exactly. Versus, like, versus like just, dem- you know, demanding and instructing you what to do and you right. having a negative experience, right? Yep. Like, you felt the way you did because yeah. of those negative experiences. Yeah, it's like, just shut up and do it. And it's like, that's it leaves more a bad reason taste in why your I'm mouth. not going to do it. Yeah. Right. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth of our culture. Right. right? And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to practice that shit. I don't fuck with that shit because yeah. they're going to put me down. Yeah. And and, and it's just going to be all bad, right? Like, we're triggered when we when we think about our culture and right. shit like that. Yeah. 
And I think it's always been opposite for me. I've always like just wanted to continue to learn, even though I mm. did have negative experiences. I don't think it ever sh- shied me away from from loving, you know, our culture um, and just this pursuit to continue to learn. Right. Um, but I definitely did clock all that shit down and understand that like these are still my people, right? Like right. we're a hot ass mess, but we're a beautiful culture we're a beautiful people we have beautiful values and customs you know we're smart like and so many other folks in the pacific are the same way like we're dope as fuck Mm -hmm. but we're real ass people right we're a whole ass person to where we are liable to fuck up we're liable to be imperfect and what's beautiful about your story compared to the you know kalani's dad right is that you had that moment where you it was able to shift and you were able to see the beauty right in who you are as yeah. a Samoan, right? But, yeah. But, but but oh boy is like he hasn't gotten that revelation he's like yet. Fifty, right? Uh, he's fifty plus, and he's still he's like it. looking down at his but people. But he looks like he's been away from his people for so long, and so. that's probably person like that, that's his probably that's probably his choice, right? Mm-hmm. His personal choice to be away from his people. To be away from the community, you know, because of his disdain for them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, it's Bruh. sad. It's sad, but they exist. It exists out there, you know? Yep. Yeah. It, it definitely does exist. So, And you know what made me appreciate even more? Like, I've been having, like, these random revelations, but what's her name? Kiana posted a, a documentary about the, Span- the, was it the Hispan- Spanish influenza. Oh, yeah, when the... When the Spanish influenza came to Samoa, yeah, because the the anniversary just, I think it was Tuesday. It was November 6th is when it came to Samoa, wiped out about, what, 40% of the population, bodies just dropping, you know. And and the cold part about it is that I believe it was the New Zealand, either the New Zealand government or the British government, anyways, allowed them to dock in Samoa, mm-hmm. knowing that they had passengers on that uh, ship with uh, the disease. Right. With the right. sick, with the illness. Right. Yeah. It's like, see how, you know, like they don't value, they don't I value know. us. They don't yeah. value our lives. And that kind of mentality, that kind of way of thinking is right. fucking passed down or yeah. it, it, it finds itself and ingrains itself in the culture somehow, some way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> yeah. There's layers to this shit, y'all. <laughs> but that was, you know, that documentary is on uh, Coconut TV. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand. So Man, New Zealand, that's that where out. all the history is at. I know. Yeah, if you guys want to check out that documentary, it's on Coconut TV on Instagram. I think they have the um, link to that to that uh, documentary on their um, actual page. It's pretty... It's pretty awesome. That was my first time being exposed to that story. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, gosh, wow. Yeah. I'm sure there are many other stories. And it's really dope because there's a dance company from New Zealand um, that that does a production around this very story. Wow. And they toured over here around, they toured in the U.S. Uh, recently. Oh, wow. And I got to see the production when they came to City College of San Francisco. Wow. Hella dope. Hella moving. And just the intensity, wow. just the... The uh, intricacy of the dance and the emotion and wow. the, and everything is in Samoan. Like wow. there's no English. That, like they say that they don't speak English and they don't do subtitles or they don't try to explain anything because 
you're gonna you're gonna feel it through the dance right. through <clears throat> the through the emotion. Wow. Shout out to Le Moana. They they're the <laughs> dance company that puts that on. Are they ever gonna do that again? Uh, hopefully they do. I mean, it was so dope when they were here that yeah. hopefully they can come back. Yeah. They may have a different production, but definitely okay. check their stuff out. I believe um, the woman narrating in that video you watched that Kiana yeah. posted is the um, is the is the choreographer, is the leader of Le Moana, or yeah. one of the leaders. Her name is Tupi. She's really, really dope. She's Ooh. a good friend of my friends, and I got to meet her. So... Yeah, I mean, our people is doing wow. shit out there. You know what I mean? And look at all this excellence that exists in Come our on. community, right? And, and Brown excellence. <laughs> and uh, Kalani's dad over there, you know, saying... Donkey. ...about our people and shit. Like, come on, man. We out here doing hey, shit. Hey, we we got to let it... We, You know what? Before we cast out some brutal judgment, we got to let this whole season play out. We don't, know, <laughs> we don't know. He might change, you know? Yeah, he might have a change of heart. But for right now... <laughs> yeah, for right now... We're going to comment on what we saw thus far. <laughs> right. Come on, yeah. those... Come on. Come on. It's intense, bruh. Forgive us, y'all, if we was just going up, down. And we were supposed to stay with the attitude of gratitude. It's it's November, (laughs) bruh. What happened to that? Hey, you know, when you got to let some steam out, you got to let that shit go. We got to be honest. We got to be honest. Yeah, we had to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, that's what's popping in the culture right now. You yeah. know, we're doing this shit for the culture, For man. the cultures. I mean, shit, if y'all feeling some type of way out there, you know, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, maybe you got your own opinion about, you know, this uh, 90-day fiancé and Asuelo and Kalani story, shit, holla at us. Hit us up, you know, on I social know. media and the email, for the cultures at gmail.com. Definitely tap in with us. And Especially if you're a swallow and you hear you hear this part, please. Don't leave. For the cultures. But nah, um, yeah, you know, just tap in with us. Let's chop it up about this because this is, you know, what how yeah. our community, how our culture is being represented right now. And yeah. how do you feel? Yeah. You know, what's coming up for you? So, yeah. And much love to Asuelu. Um, I follow you also on uh, Facebook, man. Yes. I love your commentary, man. Keep it lit. <laughs> Keep it litty. Yeah. Uh, man, this is... Uh... It's been an interesting episode. <laughs> right? Shit went kind of like... Vroom, 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 vroom. Man, it's the, it's the month of November. Right. It's November already. The year's over. The year's... <laughs> the year's damn near over, right? Like shit... 2019 around the corner. Right new on. year, new boo. New year, new boo for you. New year, new you. <laughs> new year, new you. New Ain't year, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Man, I think um, I really. Uh, I feel like I, I, just, I just love her energy, um, Kiana. She, you know, she's been doing this whole thing, Thanksgiving. You know, giving thanks. You know, like right for thirty for, days. For thirty days. Matter of fact, uh, I'm the, trying to be on that. The other day, I seen her. She was over there riding over by the by the beach. The sun was setting. I think she was riding until the sunset. Oh, but she was playing um, the uh, the beat that we played for her when she was here to bus to. Oh, um. Yeah, that the Nicki, Nicki Minaj. The Nicki Minaj. Oh. Yeah, she was just playing the beat, and I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> bring that, drop them bars, mm. bless us with something. Shout out to Kiana. Thank you for always keeping us inspired yeah. and and um and engaged with your IG stories. Sis. We see you. We love you. Yeah, but that's the energy I'm really trying to stay on forever. You know, but the, for the month of Oct- of November, I'll try. You know, right. So what are you grateful Attitude. for right now? 
I am grateful for life. I'm grateful for um, even experiences. I feel like my 2018 has been super challenging. Come but, on. But the experience, all the experiences that I've, like, the lessons that I've learned in my experiences, mm-hmm. I, I would never change them for the world. Like, I'm so blessed to Word. be able to ha- learn the the good and the bad in the lessons in the oh, through the experience. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for family, like solid family, people, I'm people that have really kind of stuck through it, stuck through it with through all my hardship and even the good stuff. And I'm just grateful for family. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Uh, I'm really grateful for this platform that we created. I know. That we were able to create, right? Not that we created all by ourselves, but, (laughs) you know, I'm just really grateful to be Mm. at this point where we're having these conversations, we're putting content out and um, just just achieving, personally achieving a goal that I've always wanted to accomplish, Mm. right? And so to be able to share this space with you, to create Mm. this vibe between you Mm. and I and like... You know, between ourselves and the yeah. and our listeners, and just just this platform, period, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm hella grateful for this space. I know you're right. Uh, it's really sacred to me, um, yeah. and so I'm just excited to see how we continue to grow. Yeah, what yeah. comes from this, yeah. and I'm just extremely grateful for all of the support and the love and the feedback that has come thus far. So. Right. <clears throat> All the followers, all our followers. Word. Grateful for y'all. Word. Because uh, we would not be putting out content after content if it wasn't for you guys really giving us encouragements and telling us that we're doing a good job. Right. So we appreciate everyone for that. And thank God. I really thank God for everything. So shout out, God. <laughs> thank you, Talaloa. Thank you, Talanoa. And Tom. Shout out, Tom. <laughs> right, on, right on the time. Yeah, appreciate Tom. Yeah. So, Bex, as we always do, yes. how are you going to take care of yourself this week hmm. before we get up out of here? Yeah. Well, I've been on this whole mindfulness thing, so I'm trying to practice the mindfulness, you know, being intentional, being present, you know, especially with the tools that I got from the class, from the mindfulness with working with trauma youth and impacted youth. Um, I've t- I was able to get a lot of tools from that course, and one of them is like how to practice being present for thirty seconds every hour. Mm. So like every time like I'm aware of the hour, you know, if I if I for, if I can remember that you know I didn't do my 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 thirty second my mindfulness, I'll do it right there and then. So it's been kind of like creating a new habit in me to be present not only just listening but present in just kind of like my breath hearing listening to my heartbeat all the senses all the senses touch yeah so it's been kind of great to practice that because it'll really just kind of brings everything together and centers and grounds me to a really good space so so practicing that i'm going to keep practicing that you know 30 seconds every hour just come in check in with yourself and then check out. Right. So it's been a pretty cool thing. How about you, Dan Boy? Uh, well, I am gonna continue to look for a therapist. Um, mm. We had to reschedule. Got to so ask about that, yeah. So last week we we weren't able to uh, look for a therapist for me, um, but I'm not gonna give up yeah. and gonna just try to 
continue to search, you know, and um, really make sure that if not by this year, by the new year, I would have scheduled and completed a visit with a therapist. Because I really just want to, I need a space to be able to let it all out, Mm. but also receive... um, receive some knowledge or receive some tools, right, Right. that I can do to cope or even um, how to navigate, you know, the feelings and emotions that come up for me. So, yeah, just really going to continue this search of um, looking for a therapist. Right. Um, But I think what I'm going to do more, you know, um, immediately, um, I told this to (laughs) some of the students that I worked with, um, and it's actually something my mom told me, but... What I'm going to do to take care of myself is, you know, at the end of every day, you had a hard day, your feet hurt. Right. Um, and maybe you have somebody at home to rub your feet. Maybe you don't. Mm. But if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, shit, grab the lotion, grab mm. the shea butter, and just loan me your own feet with right. the lotion, right? Like, and just really, just really care for yourself enough. Like, you're on your feet a lot. Mm. Um and that shit feels hella good, you know. I'm just gonna right. do simple things like that, right? Like, oh, that's good. I like that. Lo- I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna steal that. Lo- me my feet. Right. <laughs> shit, I'm gonna moisturize. You know what yeah. I mean? Put some uh, lotion on your legs. Right. You know, you gotta take care of your body. So yeah, that's that's more immediate thing I'm gonna do. I know. Oh man. All right, we did it. We sure we did it. Uh, I want to just say, enjoy your Monday, y'all. Enjoy this week. Have a good week. Yes. Um, you know, it just keeps getting more and more challenging, but you're still standing, and you have people behind you that support you. So definitely keep it going. Yeah. Definitely take care of yourself this week, and make it count. Make it count. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Bex, you got anything? Nope, that's it. All right, y'all. One love, man. We out of here. One love, y'all. Peace. What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.